Hello, and welcome to Northwest College Support Interview Series. My name is Hunter, and I'm here with Dan Hanks, the director of the program, and our guest today, Jamie. Hello, Hunter. Hello, Dan. It's good to hear your voice again. Hello, Jamie. Hi, guys. We're good to be here. Yeah, this is, we're crushing it on interviews. You really are. We're going to three today. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. Yeah, but the rumor is that Jamie's going to be the funniest of our podcast interviews for the day you know that's a, a rumor she has to live up to <laughs> we're, we're yet to see yeah so on. so Jamie is one of our educational coaches and she's um, the supervisor of the educational coaches so Jamie not only does educational work with students to help them navigate how to succeed in a college environment but she also helps oversee and manage the way that Northwest College Support handles academics and improves interventions for students inside the college environment. That's a lot of things. That was a great description. <laughs> I need to write that down. <laughs> I just made it up. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Jamie. Well, I am originally from Denver, Colorado. I think that's probably the... Go Broncos. Yep. I think that's probably the only reason I got hired is because I'm a Broncos fan. Um, I actually, my first interview was to be a life coach. And I came in for the interview and I went to the front desk and I said, I'm here for an interview. My name's Jamie. So the front desk gal back then takes me back to Adam and I was pretty dressed up and Adam kind of gives me an odd look and we sit down to interview Midway through the interview, he asked me, he's like, what's your name again? And I was like, Jamie Jackson. And he pulls out a resume that he has. And he looks at it, looks back at me. And he was like, I'm supposed to be or interviewing a different Jamie. Uh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. They didn't even mean to call me in. Like, I, I'm not supposed to be wow. here. Yeah. And it turns out that he had an interview the same day with a Jamie. It was supposed to be later in the day who was there for maintenance. <laughs> and so <laughs> he said he was looking at me a little odd because I came in with like black slacks, heels, like super dressed up. Not for the somebody. standard maintenance uh, interview attire. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, well, great. They don't even want to hire me. What am I doing here? And uh, eventually I did get my interview with Janelle because I was supposed to interview um, but at that point, you guys went a different route with a life coach. Mm -hmm. And I got a phone call a month later, and Janelle had called me and asked if I had found a job yet. <laughs> and I was kind of ashamed to say, no, I hadn't. I was still unemployed for a month. And uh, she was pumped, though. She's like, oh, great. And she's like, I'm sorry, you don't have a job, but we have an opening for an education coach. Um, would you like to come down and interview for that? And at that point, I interviewed with you and Tracy. And I remember in that interview, I was pretty nervous because I brought up Parks and Rec. Tracy had asked if, I, <laughs> if I'm an organized human, and I quoted Parks and Rec. And I, as I'm quoting Parks and Rec, I'm like, what am I doing quoting a show in my interview? <laughs> but I ended up getting in the job, so I guess it went okay. We like humor around here. Yeah. It's a big part of the game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the, the reason that the ed coach route kind of worked out better for me is because I was a teacher. So I went to Colorado State University and got my um, bachelor's in social studies education so I could teach 6th through 12th grade. And I taught ninth grade geography, and then I taught in Spain for a year, and I taught English to primary ed 
education student. So that's kindergarten through sixth grade. Then I moved back to Colorado and my boyfriend went to Gonzaga for law school. Um, And so I moved up here and originally wanted to teach up here, but um, moved up here in November, so there's not a lot of teaching jobs in the middle of the school year. I was um, kind of praying for a teacher to get knocked up so I could uh, (laughs) take over their classroom. Please get pregnant. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Um, And so then I found this job and I've been here for three years and eight months now haven't left wow yeah that's uh you covered my my question of how and why you got to northwest college of course so yeah good for you thank you so we have a set of values in the program Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that and kind of your favorite value okay um i would say my favorite value is that relationships are key is that a value is that how you word it nope it's close (laughs) okay hang on i know there's adult to adult communication Oh my gosh! This is not <laughs> fair. Where's your board? There's no board in here. This is part of this is part of the, like of the test. Gun. Um, <laughs> least restrictive environment. Yeah, that's good. That's two. I feel like we have something about relationships. We do. How, how's it worded? Um, our work. Oh, starts and ends with relationships. That's correct. I got it. She just needed a cue. Yeah. So that's your favorite, but you can't repeat it. You just know there's relationships in it. Right. Well, that's important, right? I guess that's the big, that's the big picture. It is. You get the contextual information. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think for me, when I was teaching, I was teaching about, you know, 150 students. And you are able to have somewhat of a relationship, but it's obviously more difficult with 150 students versus 35 to 40. And then my caseload ranges from usually 6 to 10 students. So I would say that's definitely one of my favorite parts about this job is that we are encouraged to get to know the student on more of a level than just how are you doing academically? What do your grades look like? What assignments do you have? So we're so integrated in your guys' life that it feels like there's more of a chance to make an impact than there would be with teaching 150 students. I I like that. The knowing the the broader sense of it i, I think you're a little too harsh on her dan poor thing that was right shaking, shaking if, in her boots or flip I, wonder, I wonder if that's like in uh i wonder if i violated one of our own values i'll Probably. have to think through that yeah. i might have violated a value mm-hmm. i wonder i don't think so i think it was all right <laughs> so uh we um you know we've we've as we've been talking to people We've been trying to have them pull up like a story, mm. something that was meaningful, an experience of a student or an experience that you had working here. But here's a story that I'm going to start with. So Jamie's first day of work that I remember is meaningful because I don't know if it was your first day of work or your second day of work was a staff party. Oh, my gosh. Was it first day? It was my first day. Very first day. So yeah. that's pretty intimidating, right? You start a new place of work. And at the same day is mm-hmm. the staff Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Now, if it were me, I just wouldn't have shown up. Right. That would have been mm-hmm. what, how I would have handled it. But Jamie braves coming <laughs> to a staff party on the first day at the job, which is super intimidating. Very. And it was like a massive snowstorm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you got stranded or if you made it back and forth. It was just like a crazy snowstorm but that was like an intimidating first day of work oh very and i did try and get out of it we had a (laughs) staff meeting that day so it was a thursday and they were we were trying to figure out who could cover reset 
Okay. And just making sure that if the reset person wanted to go to the staff party, could we have somebody make sure that they're covering that shift? I knew absolutely nothing about reset. I didn't know where reset was. I didn't know the concept of reset yet. <laughs> and I volunteered. I was like, I got it. <laughs> so that I could so get, out, to get out of the staff party. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that job. I don't know what it is, yeah, but But I'm it man. sounds like it's Count for me. me. Yeah. I want to get as much exposure as I can. Um, it didn't fly. So uh, it was actually Janelle who really pressured me into going. And I said I had to drive home to change because I didn't have an appropriate outfit for it. And that was my plan, but it was snowing so much. And my thought was I'd get home and be like, gosh, the drive was too bad. I, I can't make it back out. I'm so sorry. You know, and then once you're home, I can text much better and not give in to peer pressure than if I'm with the person. <laughs> so they did not let me do that. And I had to borrow a dress from a coworker. And <laughs> it's my first day. Nice. And I'm like, what do I do here? So, yes, I, I went to the staff party. I definitely left early. But I, I went to the staff party. Oh, so this was like a formal one. I kind of imagined. Like, no, like this is a pretty nice. It was nice. This nice dressed up dinner. Like, yeah. This is, this is a nice. This is a nice event. It's classy. When I, when I hear Christmas party, you imagine like ugly sweaters right. and like right. your Not coworkers have probably no, drank like, a little too much. This is like no. jacket and. We're fancy folk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is nice. It was a nice. That was especially fancy. That was like that a was very nice in dinner in comparison yeah, to the others. Nice, yeah. And we had a white elephant that year. <laughs> so I remember I went and got something random. and I didn't know what to get. I didn't know anybody that I worked with. I didn't know their names yet. And so I got this. It was from Walmart. And it was a neck pillow, but it was an, uh, it was an elephant. And I thought that was pretty funny. But I left before the white elephant because I was like, I, I don't want to stay this long. I don't know anybody. And so now I uh, have a neck pillow with an elephant on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so any stories that stand out to you about students yeah. or kind of unique situations? That yeah, I have quite a few actually. There was um, one that stands out is there was a student a couple years back and um, I know that she was diagnosed with ADHD and it was a pretty high level um, and she was brilliant too. She was so smart, but her ADHD gave her so much trouble that she really struggled with forming her thoughts and being able to express herself, even just speaking to you, but especially with writing. And uh, I oftentimes, even with people without ADHD, just in my personal life, when they're trying to get words out, I try and help them finish their sentence because mm. I see that they're struggling with it. So I would do it with her quite often. And for the most part, she did appreciate it because she just wanted help forming her sentences. Um, but I remember one day... <laughs> I was helping her write an email to a professor and I had the concept of what she was trying to say to him. And so I wrote something, <laughs> I wrote something down and I read it back to her and she looks at me and she's like, well, that sounds much more stupid than I would have put it. But, and she's like, I guess it works. <laughs> and she's like, go ahead and hit send. And I was like, okay. Thanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, but that just goes to show in different ways that we help students. But um, that one definitely stands out to me. And Say it smarter next time. I know. But, she yeah. really challenged me. I appreciate me. that you're helping me, but say it smarter. Exactly. She's like, you're making me sound like an idiot over here. But um, you could tell she appreciated the help because yeah. it would have taken her much longer to write that email than it, it took me. So it was a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. So you said you have a background in education yeah. as a teacher. Mm -hmm. What reforms or changes would you like to see 
the education field and or the mental health field? Okay. Um, I think of the mental health field first. Um, well, and I guess this goes with education. I would just love there to be more education around the mental health field. I think that there's such a stigma um, regarding different um, mental illnesses and different diagnoses that I don't think people actually um, fully understand them. So I think that you hear um, ADHD and you think of a little kid bouncing off the walls. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I, and a lot of times people are la labeled quote unquote crazy, but I don't think some of these people know that people that they're very close with or in their family actually struggle with mental health. So I'd love there to be more education as a whole around mental health and, and how we all struggle with it in different ways so that there's more understanding and empathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that also more people could get help, that it was more accessible to, to people because not everybody can get the help that we're able to receive here. Mm -hmm. I wish that it was more accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Anything that you, from your experience, and then you butt up against kind of the college system. Mm. Is there anything that you would like to see change in college systems to you know, yeah. work better for students? Um, I think I think of accommodations. Uh, I, I wish that maybe we could get a little more creative in that field. Mm. So kind of the main ones that I'm seeing our students receive is extended test taking time and testing in a quiet place. Yeah. A lot of our students are looking for accommodations um, and then with helping them take notes. Unfortunately, not all colleges can hire somebody to take notes in classes to be a note taker. I really wish that we had something like that. Um, I think it would be more beneficial than other ones like an audio recording because our students need to know this is what good notes looks like. Mm. This person was in the same class as you heard the same information. This is what we're striving for. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, yeah, if we were able to have more funding in that area or could be a little bit more creative um, with what we could provide students, I think that would be really helpful. Yeah, accommodations at a collegiate level, you know, a decade or more ago mm -hmm. was really tough to get. Yeah. And it's still, in some ways, you talk about accessibility, we help students through that process. Yeah, absolutely. But we see that a lot of students struggle with even accessing that mm -hmm. at other schools right. that go in through the steps or that there's, you know, kind of all these extra pieces of paperwork mm -hmm. or things that somebody needs to do just to have that accommodation. Right. Um, so even if, even if the limited things that are available seem sometimes difficult to access. Right. Especially with some students that particularly need them. It's like a catch 22. Here are all these hoops and these papers and this process that you need to go through, but that can be really challenging for them to do in the first place. It'd be challenging for me to do when right. I was 18. You yeah, gotta put absolutely. together your paperwork and go yeah. down and talk to a bunch of adults that you've never been there before. Right. And you gotta go the, down there and tell them the things that are wrong with you. Yeah, that feels I mean, good. Who wants to do that? Yeah, exactly. I don't wanna do that. No. I still don't want to do that. Well, and I found that some students don't even know that there's such thing as disability support services. Like, right. they didn't even know that that was an option. Right. I had no idea in college that that was an option. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was not something on my radar. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any other kind of fun thoughts, quips, mm. memories you would like to share with us before we sign off? Oh, man, that's pressure. <laughs> I'm sure I'll think of, like, 10 when I leave here. Oh, I should have told that story. Yeah, yeah. Come knocking on your door. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think so. Good. Well, it's sure, sure good 
having you to yeah. this interview. It's good to be here. It's been fantastic. You Thank did you. really well. Thank you. And I would say the funniest of our three so far. Yeah. Thank you. We got, what, like 30 more to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have a pretty solid list ahead of us. Uh, there is some competition, but right now you're at the top. That's good with you. It's good. So this has been the Northwest College Support interview series with Hunter, Dan, and our special guest today, Jane. Thank you, guys. Thank you.